You know what? I, I'm just going to place it as recording right now. I don't even give a fuck right now. Uh, you know what I'm going to say? I hope what, Bianca Belair loses the whole entire year until my name is changed. That's how deep this hate for the Young Bucks is. You're so trash. <laughs> trash, you know basura, garbage can, go right ahead. I'll be you know trash. What? I hope all the food you made is salty as hell since you want to bring Bianca Belair into this shit. A word? Well, you never oh, get wow. any food. Man. Wow. Don't bring Bianca. She innocent in all this. Um. <laughs> what a great way to start 2022. <laughs> yeah, really? I did not. I did not. Who, wait, who put Young Instead Bucks Instead of cooking Pat Lee, we salted hey, Pat Lee. Hey, bro, she said, I hope your food gives high blood pressure on you. <laughs> high blood pressure. Listen, the black oh, community got high blood pressure as it is, so don't blame that on me. No, <laughs> We um so I'll do a quick introduction. Welcome to War Wrestling Alliance Radio for 2022 Season 3. Duck Goes Bang and Ray Day and the Immaculate, the one, the only the chef. Go ahead. The Young Bucks fan. Cooking with Pat Lee. There we go. I think he's going to do the promo right now so that he can get out the way. Oh, no. Nah, no promo this episode. We're talking business right now. Oh, okay. All right. So, guys, you and Duck, you guys brought up the topic. I saw it, and I was like, yeah, we need to hit that shit up real quick. And then we got the only one, Rim Rock, up in here as well. Well, bro, I yes. say, man. Go ahead, my bad, man. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Love you guys. Come on. Yeah, you know, we, 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 we love you guys. It's about to be an interesting night tonight, gentlemen. Yes, it is. I literally <laughs> just pulled in my driveway. I seen an alert. I said, Rob, come on, man. Let me get out my car. Like, damn. Well, we here. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm ready. We real ready. Clutch. Man, you come know, clutch, you clutch. You gotta get like a couple bro. extra minutes, man. You know how it is, bro. Where I said I'm on my way home. I'm over here driving. I get the alert. Doo -doo. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's my man. <laughs> my man, Funny and Rob. Always, always cutting people off. <laughs> Funny and Rob. Funny <laughs> <laughs> and Rob. Wow. Funny and Rob. 20. He's like Carlito. <laughs> I spit so onions in people's faces. <laughs> oh, that's work, bro. Your breath is smelling, and you got the stinky spit. Ugh. I brush my teeth fifteen times a day. <laughs> what the fuck did I just walk into? <laughs> you walked into Funyun Rob in his Funyun sessions. Well, uh, the onions, you on the onions again? Goddamn! I figured. I figured let's start light, all right? Let's start light. Let's start off with 
chicken series. Um, Ray has some beef about the duck. Oh lord, this is how I'm gonna start. <laughs> we knew yeah, it was coming. We knew it was gonna happen. We knew it was gonna happen. All right, let's let's bring up the topic first. And I'm going to go with Bianca Belair. And there are multiple reasons why I say this. The Boy, first one is sick. that... <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be... I'm just going to say, this is going to be a fun conversation. I hope you guys are ready. Let's oh, go. Are we, are we ready? <laughs> so my I'm ready. First, I'm real ready. One of the reasons why I say Bianca Belair is... WWE wrestler um, of the year is she's have had the second most matches in WWE in 2021. She has had 82 matches. 82. First place was Drew McIntyre with 97. Charlotte was in fourth with 79. On top of that, Bianca Belair has saved the women's division. Ooh. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Without her there, that the women's division in Raw or SmackDown would be absolutely nothing. I agree. She, she put on such a show for the whole year without the backing of Vince McMahon in her corner. And without the backing of most fans in the beginning, because mm-hmm. she is not basically what most of, let's be honest, most of the wrestling fans are white males. Mm-hmm. She's not their type. So she mm-hmm. had to basically go do this alone and show everyone, including those fans who didn't like her after at first, what she can do. And on top of that, and this is how I know why she was one of the, like, the, literally the top, like, the best wrestler. Because she lost the title to, be, uh, to Becky Lynch. So they knew mm. that Bianca had a pop like no fucking other. Mm-hmm. And they knew if we were going to bring Becky Lynch in, it would have to be at the height of any show. And they knew it would have to be with Bianca Belair. So, let me ask you this. I feel like what she did was a Chris Jericho move. What a- he does with AEW. It seems like everything, when somebody becomes popular or that top star, he has to push himself into there. I mean, I, she shifted herself right in there as soon. You know, you saw Bianca Belair. All of a sudden, bow. I, I, I want to be in that spot, though. You feel like that happened? Like, what do you mean? I'm kind of, I'm, I'm confused by that statement. 
Oh, because I mean, because uh, it's been said, like Jericho kind of pushes himself into the spotlight. MJF, mm-hmm. uh, Orange Cassidy, and uh, other people that he has to have like feuds with. Uh, apparently, like that's how it seems like that's how Becky Lynch like just shifted herself into like that Chris Jericho role of like, wow, I I need to be in that spotlight or in that top frame of feuds or wrestling matches. Oh yeah, she definitely she had to fight. She had to fight for that spot. She wasn't just gonna get that from anybody. You know, look look at how most of the matches have gone before really before Bianca Belair really put her like really actually was giving a small sliver. It was always the four horsemen. It was always uh Alexa Bliss. It was always the same few people really getting the spotlight. Like, yeah, you get bits and pieces here of some others, but th- there was only about four or five real women there getting the spotlight. I knew. And, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I knew from watching NXT that Bianca was going to be something special. And like you said, when she made it to the main roster, like she had the, you know, she had a little spots. It was like spritz here, spritz here. When she hit that 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 Royal Rumble, I already knew what time it was. I'm like, she was going to be the next champ. And when she finally got it, she held on to it until the unfortunate big incident. But that's a different topic. That's a whole different topic for a whole nother day. We're not going to talk. Ooh, I said I, my piece about that about a few times. I'm still hot about it. We're going to leave it alone. But yeah, like she definitely had to like push herself. And I feel like a lot of Fans don't realize, especially if you're not like a black woman or a dark skinned black woman, you don't see, you don't understand like how difficult it is to like to be in her position, right? Because like if once you like once you hit like a certain like color or or complexion, you automatically mm-hmm. get labeled as a man, right? And Bianca yeah. Belair, she is built, she's muscular. Yes, so it's yes, Naomi, yes. right? But she still has like that feminine side. But they're like, nah, fuck that. You you shouldn't be beating up on someone so like that. You da 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 da. She's like, fuck that. I'm gonna pick up this three hundred pound motherfucker. Start skipping rope on this person. Crip walking. What the fuck are y'all gonna do about it? Because y'all can't do what I'm doing. So, She's right. gonna be above. Yes. So what are you saying? Is they love you when you Wesley Snipes black if you're a male, but they don't love you if violated. Viola Davis black. Oh, a hundred percent. hundred percent. A hundred and ten percent. True. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> so are we gonna use this to segue into the Tony Khan conversation yeah. that I um, think uh, Nah, I mean, Ray everybody and everybody else wants to jump into because everybody was like, yo, I, I got mean, some shit. I mean, I, y'all, y'all been blowing up the damn thing on Facebook. I mean, like, yo, I gotta, I gotta say something, and um, I will, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I mean, we can segue into it, but like, it feels like we just opened this up and then just said, "All right, no, so no, 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 no. yeah, don't, like I mean, like let's don't dismiss just, this." I mean, no, I'm saying, nah. like, does anybody have something to say about? I guess what she said. No, I, I yeah, this I, okay, I agree with it. Go on. I, Oh, I, I've kind of agreed with the with the Bianca analysis because she really has been given a shit year, and she taking 
everything with a smile. You want me to fight, do drop a thousand times? Fine. You want me to drop my title? Fine. But you know what? When I come out to that crowd, the WWE Universe, they back me up. They love me. And she faced mm-hmm. it. Like, no problem. Like, okay. So now, what's up? I get my title back. I get another shot. Like, I'm doing everything you guys want me to do. Nope. She's going to get it again. No, she not. I was right about this last year, right? How if I was wrong, I was going to buy all y'all motherfuckers a drink. I'm not all y'all motherfuckers a damn thing. She not getting that title back. She's not getting that title back. Big E ain't getting his title back. Kofi ain't getting his title back. Bobby ain't getting his title back. They not getting a damn thing. Also, what we we saying, WWE is one and done in everybody. I'm going to sip my tea in my corner. Touche. I'm going to sip my kitty in my corner. That's sound all I'm like, going to say. Sound like Pat had something to say. Yeah, I was honestly genuinely like thrown off by the conversation because I just only found out just now that there was a Wrestler of the Year Awards for WWE. And I'm honestly shocked yeah. myself that Roman won only because, one, despite the fact that I'm a Roman fan, I think that the title wrestler of the year should stick to matches, not just promos. And mm-hmm. while I think Roman had some great promos, the only match that he had that really stood out as like a match of the year candidate was against Daniel Bryan. Whereas Bianca had more consistent matches on SmackDown, on Raw, pay-per-view. I think she deserves the award. And I think that we as wrestling fans, I'm just saying we as a collective have to kind of evaluate the word wrestler when it comes to WWE because wrestler to me still means matches. It still means going out there and putting on a clinic in the ring. It doesn't mean, oh, you cut the best promo or you have the best character. And I felt like Vince McMahon kind of subsidized that word to the point where a talent like Bianca, who should have won wrestler of the year, didn't win. Now, Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate that in the wrestling world, she's a double minority. She's a woman and she's a black woman. So whereas we think, oh, well, Kofi lost to Brock Lesnar and Biggie lost to Brock Lesnar, like she lost to Becky Lynch. And while that may not seem that big of a deal, you got to think of it from this perspective. It wasn't a match. It was like, all right, well, you know what? You did something that not only no woman could do, but no black woman do, and that's win at WrestleMania. But on top mm-hmm. of that, we just disregard everything. Becky Lynch comes back. We want to make sure we get those pops and ratings to outdo AEW. And you do everything away that Bianca worked so hard for. So, yeah, like this, like I said, I just wanted to like kind of throw it out there because I was like genuinely shocked that this was even a thing WWE did. But to me, wait, and, wait, you wait, know, wait, wait, wait. it's not WWE. It's, it's us. It's your bullshit. WWE. No, but didn't WWE do the Wrestle of the Year Awards? Oh, shit. They, they, yeah, that's what they did. Yeah, yeah, they, that's, yeah. that's why I was surprised, yeah. Oh, shit. That's wild. Then That's wild, man. Yeah, yeah they voted for the rest of the year. That's why I was surprised. And we did, like, um, I swear it was, it was Roman Reigns when I saw it. And then I was like, all right, let me. Like, we got to double check that. Hold on. We got to double check. I'm going to triple check, actually, because I checked it, and I swear it was Roman Reigns and then. That's didn't wrong. Show, uh, didn't show three me, pictures of Roman, Be- um, Bianca, and Edge. Yeah, that's the one I saw too. It was a pick out of those three, right? Yeah, 
I think they were just asking a question. I don't think they gave the award to anybody. Right. Oh, shit. I guess when we check on that, the checking, checking, checking. You guys could go to the next topic. My bad. The topic of situation. I can't hear you guys. Yeah, son, you breaking up? Do y'all want to start the conversation on this Tony? I want to say Tony Stark, Tony Khan shit. We can. We start. We definitely can. All right, go ahead. Uh, who wants to start it off first? I'll start it off. All right. First off, I just want to say to everybody listening at home that this isn't a AEW issue. This isn't, oh, AEW is going under. This is, like I've been saying from the beginning, Tony Khan not knowing when to shut the fuck up. And he finally says something that I personally think is going to bite him in the ass in the long run. By essentially mm-hmm. playing Big Swole and making it seem like her concerns weren't invalid. Anybody with eyes knows that black people, minorities in general, but black people haven't been respected or treated well in professional wrestling. Everybody knows that most of AEW's roster is predominantly white. And I don't want to say that I get it because it's still a new company. But realistically, if you're looking to do things different from WWE, you will want to start off with the diversity factor first. But for him to just say, oh, we've had women wrestle on TV and you weren't a good wrestler, not only to me gaslights the wrestling audience, but it essentially makes it seem as if you don't value her as a performer, as a black woman, as a person in general. And I do think it opens up the conversation of not just an AEW, but even as Ray said, like, what is it about professional wrestling that, well, I can't even say what about it, because we pretty much know what it is. Professional wrestling is engraved in the Southern culture. It's engraved in racism. It's engraved in anti-blackness. But what is it about it in today's society where you, you know, preach, don't be a bully, be a star, you preach diversity, where... You have an audience full of blacks, whites, Hispanics, Muslims, Asians, you know, every uh, every race out there. What is it about it that you can't back a black wrestler or you can't black a black athlete? Like, I don't know. Tony Khan, I feel like, needs to apologize. All right. Can I say one thing thing Mm -hmm. real quick? On this, I've seen people try to jump on the topic the same topic right and then be like they're the same people who be like well i hated Big E as champion and bobby lashley was trash or some shit like that i'm like all right wait hold on like are you guys like do you guys understand like where this is all coming from and from the we side and aew side like from AEW side, yes, they have been people who have challenged for titles and stuff like that, but then we've actually had champions crowned on the WWE side, and but then it, they, they seem to trash these champions, and I'm just confused about that. I, and it's, it's not that. that the champions themselves are trash, but it's how they're right. booked. Kofi Kingston... Ah. He won the Kofi. belt. And no, no, he won within the belt. this year. If we say okay, within this, this year. year, 
So let's let's talk. Let's start with Bobby. Bobby mm-hmm. started off a strong foot. He beat the Miz. Everybody was happy. He won the belt. I was happy. Right. right. And then he went from dominating to wearing suits and pimping around holes, and he wasn't taken that seriously. And it wasn't until right. he started to lose the belt that all of a sudden he became more serious. Bianca right. Belair uh-huh. won the belt. Everybody had high hopes. I had high hopes. Becky Lynch comes back. Uh oh, great white savior. Take the belt away. Big E won the belt. Whether you agree that he was supposed to win the belt in cash in or not, regardless of the fact he still won. They didn't mm. book him as a serious champion. They booked him kind of like a joke. So he was essentially a lesser version of his uh, New Day character, but as champion. And what happens? Brock Lesnar comes along, wins the belt. Now, it wasn't as bad as when Kofi lost in seven seconds, but regardless of the fact, it's not the champions themselves, but it's more so how WWE books them. Now, on the flip side, as much as a fan I am of his, let's look at Roman Reigns. Booked strongly, booked to be dominant, booked to the point where we go back and forth and debate who was out there that can take the belt from him. That's how a champion should be booked. That's how Bobby should have been booked. That's how Big E should have been booked. That's how Kofi should have been booked. That's how Bianca should have been booked. But they're not given that opportunity. And so that's why I feel like people say they suck, not because of who they are, but because of how the WWE portrays them as champions. I think Bobby Lashley had the most dominant championship reign. Of course, for us, really, should have been like that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Can we really say that Kofi didn't wasn't booked to win matches though when he was champion? Now, Kofi, now Kofi, Kofi was beat, kicking ass. Kofi was beating guys like Kevin Owens, Randy Orton. He had that title for six to almost seven months. That's norm longer than normally he would have had it any other time. Right. Now, granted, he did have the, like, you know, he did have the rug swept from under his feet having Brock Lesnar beat him like that because that really made no sense right then and there. Bianca coming back, losing the title to Becky at 26 seconds. That didn't make no sense right there. See, it's not so much as how their book is actually how they end up losing it because it's like they worked so hard to get up there and then they just get to take, like, again, they just get it taken away. So, Lashley was probably the only one, the only one who was literally, as you said to your point, Pat, he was slacking for a minute. Then he started realizing, like, yo, hold on, this ain't it. Then that's when he started getting it back together. And he started running through everybody again. He's probably the only one who lost his title in a way where it's like, okay, it was spotty, but we didn't really care too much because... The person that beat him was another black man. Now, this was someone like, let's say the Miz. Let's say if it was the Miz that beat him like that, we'd be pissed. If it was on how, like I mean, with the Miz, because like depending on the Miz, like the Miz is a heel. So if he actually cheated to win, it makes sense. But if he went in and actually beat that man straight up clean, bro, it'll be like yo, fam. No, I mean, granted, with the way the cash in, I'm not saying so much as for the cash in, but I'm saying more of the ways if he would have just sat there and just beat, like, the way Bianca beat, no, excuse me, Becky beat Bianca, if he beat Lashley somewhere like that. Well, we know that. We know, like, that shit should not have happened at all whatsoever, because the way Bianca lost, dang, nowhere in hell, you fresh, like, you literally didn't wrestle yet, and then you get dropped like that where you lose in 26 seconds. I'm sorry. There's no way. That's not even believable, even if you did want him to lose the belt. 
But Facts. I don't think Charlotte would have lost the same way. No, and, and granted, and that's the same thing. You look at even someone like Roman. Roman would lost the same way. Seth wouldn't actually Roman in a sense did, but he didn't. But Seth would have never lost that way. Kevin Owens would have never lost that way. Brock Lesnar damn sure never lost that way. So yeah, it is a little bit questioning spotty where how you looked at how the black athletes are booked. Now, at least in this case, I can say they're being booked. Now, what Tony Khan did, I'm going to be honest. Do I believe that man's a racist? No. Do I believe that he hates black people Mm-mm. or anybody in the minority group? Absolutely not. He's just an idiot. Yes. However, do I believe he's a little misogynistic? Absolutely. I think he. Well, I think he thinks he has an N-word pass somewhere in his back pocket. So Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, no, because I, I, that, nope. that's what I'm saying. Nope. Because the fact that the man sat there and said, "I'm Brian," <laughs> he said, "I'm Brian," <laughs> like that means something. <laughs> it doesn't. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. There's brown and black people. He brown however, however, I'm going to be honest with you. Right. I guarantee you, guarantee you, he said that to Swole because ain't nobody was there with Swole. Now, Cedric Alexander was working in that company. He wouldn't have said that shit. He wouldn't have said that. He damn sure wouldn't have said that to Brandy Rhodes. He wouldn't have said that to anybody else up in there. So he knows who he could say shit to and he can't. True indeed. And Tay Conti know good and damn well she had no business speaking on Twitter about some shit about knowing no struggle because her ass was sitting on TV featured prominently mm-hmm. on Rampage and Dynamite since she got there. So she has no Every damn business group. speaking on that. Now, I'm not saying she doesn't understand struggle or she hasn't had her own. I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit there and deny that. But in this case particularly, when Shut you are up. being featured on TV prominently, after you was somewhat at times being featured on NXT, you don't get to sit there and speak on shit like this. There ain't no you way. There ain't no way. And then you still promote your match while you're speaking on the shit. Facts. So, Tony Khan, he just proves that he could throw stones, but he can't sit there and take it when they throw it at his glass house. And he should. If he has it, he should apologize to Big Swall about that. Because that just showed that he can't take the criticism, but he likes to sit there and throw, throw shit out. And side note, side note, before, you know, all the influx of, you know, former WWE talent and others that signed to AEW and got nice prominent, you know, championship roles and title matches, the only person who had one shot of color from my recollection is Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. And where the fuck has he been? Doing the same shit. Like he was at SCU. Like he like he came in with the he came in with his tag team and then everybody saw nah. Dude got it. They gave him that one shot. He had that one fake ass title title match and then he disappeared. Now he got a whole new tag partner and you barely see them dudes. Let me ask you this question. If they didn't have this TBS tournament, because obviously this is Taylor made for Jay Cargill. And I love me some Jay Cargill, so I'm happy to see her that she's in this thing. However, before yeah, this Jay, TBS I, tournament... I, I like Jay Cargill. Before this TBS tournament, and before Rampage was featured, Jay Cargill only had but a handful of matches on Dynamite, right? 
Granted, yep. she's green uh-huh. and she's still working things out. Granted. However, she's gotten better since then. But if this wasn't having this TBS tournament and this TBS title, oh, she mm-hmm. wouldn't be on TV that much either. Because the way they're booking Britt Baker, she ain't losing that title anytime soon. Nah, definitely not. She's not. She's not. And I like Britt Baker. I think sometimes some people are overrating her a little bit, but I like her. She the four horses rolled into one. However, so, <clears throat> hey, come trigger Ray. So yeah, I, I feel like this, this, this y'all, y'all ain't gonna like what I'm about to say. Um, oh. I don't agree with uh, what's her face. I don't agree with her sentiments. Um, about AEW and WWE, I think the back and forth between her and Tony were well, what Tony. It's like a weird. I feel like it's like a double edged sword here. Okay. I'm first gonna talk. I'm on Big Swole. So Big Swole's been in the company about like two years. She did two years. I've seen some of her matches. First, she says she doesn't like that, like the the five to ten minute matches or whatever. And then she tried to bring WWE into that. Um, WWE still gives women wrestlers five to ten minute matches. I've looked and I've researched. I looked at her matches. I'll get some WWE match- matches as well. They're still doing that five to seven minute match. The one with like last in 2020, it was a Bailey versus Asuka. It was supposedly a 10 minute match, but it was really like, Four minutes of Bailey talking, talking trash, and then the match happened. All right. Let's 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 be honest here. Like WWE has just started giving women longer matches. This is not something that has been happening for like forever. And the idea, of, if you watch "quote unquote" WWE for fifty years, you should know how to book a black wrestler is bullshit. Because WWE does not even know how to book their black wrestlers at all. Facts. They use them. Uh, what, to, what, what I will say is, is like you mean like they already don't know how to book their black uh, male wrestlers, top wrestlers, uh, sufficiently and effectively without having some other sidebar shit. And then how are they going to book their? Female black wrestlers. Is that what I'm saying? Actually, yeah, they, don't know, they don't know how to book black male or female wrestlers if they are not caramel colored. If they are darker than that, then there's issues booking them. Actually, that's really what Swole was meaning. If, if you was watching WWE, if you was like in that company for that matter, you know what? She was saying you know what not to do because they wasn't doing it. She wasn't meaning as if, oh, well, if you was watching them, you've seen how they booked them. This is how you should. She meant, like, you know what not to do. Because I think she um she also stated that it shouldn't take three years for AEW to have a black champion. When you've been watching WWE for 50 years and they haven't. I mean, I mean to be fair, like, WWE have just started giving black wrestlers, like, outside of, like, all right, so it's like, if you really think about it, it's like, all right, The Rock. 
was a, a, a champion, right? Mark he Henry. Booker T. Mark, Mark Henry was the angry okay, black. Hey, we, we don't count Mark Henry as much or Booker T, but that's a different story. Hey, I mean, Rock I have my Now, right. on top of that, you got, let's see, um, like, like Bobby... Like, like the New Day got where they at because New Day had to tell Vince how to run his event to run how to do it because left up the Vince, they were going in the shitter. All three of them have basically said that. You know what I'm saying? So that ain't me saying that. Xavier Woods said that. Like, he put his career on the line, say, yo, if this shit fail, you can fire me. He said, give me three months. If this shit don't work, you can fire me, fam. And they got the ball rolling. He had to take the ball in his own hands and do it. So, I mean, there is some truth to this whole, like, black, you know, they don't know how to book black wrestlers because it seems like, and then, like, well, except for, like, Bobby, but then it's like, can we really say it's Bobby or to, like, Rob's and Solomon's point two weeks or last podcast or was it because of MVP? Oof. Actually, they didn't remember they had Bobby and that dumbass storyline with Lana, and then they had him posing with Leo Rush. So they didn't know what to do with him either. Retired and, Leo Rush. And this is after he came back from TNA where he had a dominant run. Don't forget him and Sami Zayn and his sisters. That too. Oh God. And those were even never mind. We ain't even go there for that one. Yeah. But we, but we let's all get that. back on it topic. Was, was, we're like we're going down. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. It just felt like a whole like why do you why do you have to go to the whole entertainment side when you have a dominant black wrestler? Like you have to be like, oh, let me let me give him a fucking thing where he has to like entertain the crowd with some bullshit like his sisters and shit like that nobody you know why that's how people portray us yeah, as people think that yeah, black yeah, people yeah. are entertainers i was gonna say shuck and job but that's the fuck they keep doing you know, they shuck and jive because you know why because they have investors that they got to meet in the boardroom and this is how they see black people listen if you make them too many you're gonna scare our money away so you know what let them get a few wins in and then let them kiss his market career and I'm out for the rest of the time. That's it right there. It's the boardroom. Quite quiet. I'm sorry. Yeah, it got quiet because it's fucking right. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, you are having somebody who's so dominant, and you had him dominant when you leaving. Mm-hmm. Had him dominant in other uh, companies. Come back and be dominant, but then all of a sudden he got to be put in a fucking place like it's. Well, this is where he belongs. Like, no, the fuck he don't. Yo. Y'all are now just booking hey, yo, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, probably. And y'all should have been done that shit a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Y'all putting money on the table because y'all want to don't y'all don't have faith in y'all black wrestlers. Which is odd because majority of the popular athletes in this day and age are black. So, so it's not like and it's crazy, and what's crazy is they go to they go to these games. They go to these arenas. These athletes show up to your shows. Listen to the reaction that they get when Giannis is there. Granted, he's uh-huh. great, but still, 
<laughs> you look just look at the reaction when they're there. When LeBron James was there in two thousand three, they put a camera on him. They knew who these guys were. When Kobe Bryant's there, they they know who these guys are. So listen, you got you got West Side Gun, a, a drug dealing gangster from Buffalo, who's a rapper who comes to every show front row just to see a product because he loves the vibe. Wait, I do you one better. They just had the Migos on their show like two days ago. So you right. understand the culture and the influence that black, whether it's a black musician, a black athlete, you know the culture and the impact that they have on people. What makes you think that your athletes won't have the same effect? You look at, again, I think I was talking to Chris about this. You look at <laughs> Bianca Belair, where a little boy was tweeting saying, yo, hey, Ma, look, this, she's doing the same thing the guys do. Uh-huh. And, and, and for Christmas, a little girl opened up a Bianca Belair action figure. She said, I'm not opening this up till New Year's. Like, you look oh. at that type of stuff where they're being influenced by the people who they see represent them. And it's and I know it's not hard for them. This. I'm not, I said this before. If y'all think Vince McMahon don't have people watching the internet about what the hell's going on and what they see, you're fooling yourself. That man got the pulse on damn near everything, even if it seems like he don't. He does. I'm going to call it the Robocop 2 syndrome. Remember Robocop 1? Robocop oh, one. In the beginning, it changed his whole style up. What do you want? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm going to have to watch yeah, Robocop yeah, 2 again. I'm, I'm going to say... Crowd. <laughs> this is, for the old this man, is all I'm going to say about the comments that have been made. And right. the reason why they're not going to push their black wrestlers to the utmost is that the things behind the scenes would have to change. And old white men do not like change. That's so all I'm going to say about that. So can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Because we've been kind of talking about this on like the group for like a while. But given how black wrestlers, but men and women have been treated, why don't we have a promotion ran by a black person? Why doesn't somebody like Booker T put up some money and say, you know what? Let's compete with WWE. Let's compete with AEW. Let's give minorities a chance. Happy. I, they're I content and where post. they're at. That's why. Brooke, they're Brooke, not going to watch the polls. Brooke is... As a matter of fact, you're right. He did. It was... Him, it was I don't know. If that was an actual company? Him. I thought that was a UPN joke. Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought nah, Booker has his own like, thing. Like, yeah, Booker T does, but it's more like a school. Yeah, he has a school. Yeah, All right, yeah, wait, I thought wait, he has wait, wait, wait. Where's Kodrick? Because he got the money in the bank money. <laughs> shit, he should. He does own a part of something. Kodrick? He owns a part. No. Oh, masterpiece. I was say, oh, shit. It's called House. Damn. He, yeah. It's Damn. called House of Glory. That's oh. right. Master P did sit there. He was trying to do that. He definitely. I remember seeing that two years ago. Master mm. P wanted to get into the wrestling business, which is smart because there's money in wrestling. My man, Master no, P. Remember he was. Remember he was in wrestling for a bit. Like I mean, but see that he picked Stevie J and Scrappy in this bitch. That's why. Oh. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. You don't like you don't like Stevie J? No, I'm not Stevie J. I'm, no, my, my, my bad, bad. I thought you meant Stevie. I'm, I'm thinking you said Stevie Ray. My bad. You are right. Never mind. Ignore me. I'm not about to watch Scrappy Stevie J fight, bro. I'm no. not. I did thought you said Stevie Ray. Y'all want to listen to those two on the mic, bro? 
My man said you'll fuck with Harlem Heat. <laughs> Get that slapjack out. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the reason he's just hiring his 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 his, his friends and shit. Like, no, if you actually do this, the rest of you, no, this is I'm not watching that. I'm sorry, I'm all for like you know, but Master P, I'm not watching Stephen J wrestle each other. What are they going to do, bro? Box each other? They can't. They can't pick up each other. What are, a slap fight? <laughs> bro, what are you going to do? Crip walk on the throat? I'm not doing this. I'm not watching this. She said Trash. crip walk on the throat. Crip walks and Rick for I'm not doing oh, this. Yo, Master Pico, but let me get a hug. <laughs> all right, yo. Bro. All right. But, but see, here's the thing, though. If you do want to start like that, your own company, and then from the ground up, who would you have as your main plateau, guys? Ron Simmons. Oh, that's a good, that's a good, like, background and coach, definitely. Uh, Ron Simmons. I would definitely get, what's Norman Smiley? Uh, I would just try to get as many black Jacqueline, um, uh, Jazz, mm. um, Stevie Ray, cause fuck Booker T, um, <laughs> fuck. Nah, yo, nah, I, yo, after I found out, like, yo, I get D'Lo Brown. To, I would get D'Lo Brown too. I would get man, yes. Like if you are like build it from the top, like you gotta have the core. Like you gotta get the trainers. You got to get the announcers and then your wrestlers that you would have in there. Obviously, you still have to kind of have some kind of diversity regardless. But still, what would you guys feel would be this best um, to push it? To as long make as we get like that shit that you want to see. As long as we get Teddy Long to sit there and say you go one on one with the Undertaker just for kicks, I'm good. And do a little, and do a little short dance. I'll be good just off of that. Virgil is the referee. <laughs> See, now you don't no, lost no. me, brother. He's gonna ask every time somebody waves at him. Nah, chill, man. We can't. We can't afford right, let me get twenty bucks to Monday. <laughs> Olive Guard. I gotta pay my Olive Guard. Ooh, we got a lot of man. <laughs> Who's gonna I really want to. All right, like, all right, like, who's heading this? Who's gonna coach? Who's gonna comment? Who's gonna every aspect? Who who would be y'all? Fucking one, two, and three, and four of this whole thing, like for real. You mean the rock as like like black? Like I'm black and I'm Samoan. Like he acknowledges his black side. I ain't gonna say the best man figure, but he's the one with the money. He's the one with the money. A lot of people have already been saying that he and other partners may be buying WWE, but I, I could see that. I could see that. Go ahead. I would be shocked if that happened. I, yeah, that was just an internet rumor. Yeah, yeah it's all internet rumors. Uh, you know how internet rumors can turn into some shit, though. But, bro, like, my man, right, like, all right. His- his kids just say fuck WWE like he got it from his father. You don't see him inherited to like at least Steph. Shane is too sporadic, but at least Stephanie taking over the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I see that being a a, a family company forever, unless Stephanie and them were to partner with The Rock and they all just brought it. 
then that's a different story. But I see that I see that company being in the family. I would be <clears> shocked <throat> if they sell it to an outside source. Right, right, right. But let's let's focus on this building your own company ground up or from the background up. Uh, like I said, we already named a shit ton of like coaches. I'm right. serious about virtuous referee because you need a joke. Um, Bro. You, I, Dude, did, did we not get my Uncle Jordan in? Bro, I'm Ahmed Johnson, Johnson Martin. Listen up, punch it. Or commentary. Ahmed Johnson on commentary must be great. Be like every every top move. Damn. <laughs> It'd be like Bro, um, this go jo- Joey Styles with. Oh my god! It'd be like it would be the same level, the same level right there. You know what will help them get over the top? Make make the Vincent man figure a black woman. Oh hell yeah! No 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 no! Wait wait wait! Uh, Do you just mean like figurehead or like the persona of Vince McMahon? The figurehead. I'm talking about like about okay. Vincent man was like the boss on TV. Like that's the boss of this black federation of black women. Mm-hmm. That's the case. I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about that one. I ain't gonna lie to you. And we already got one in um, disguise as um, Cody Rose's wife. So. She she doesn't count. She doesn't she don't count. <laughs> she don't count. Wait, so none of y'all, nobody's claiming her now. This is, this is like, nah, fuck this shit. Nah, nah. hey, yo, I'm, I'm still claiming her, bro. I ain't going to erase her, bro. I'm going to still claim her, y'all. All right. I'm going to still, still claim her. She, I don't know. She, she I, I don't know. I mean, How do we not bring that up? Her whole black bitch comment, like that was a cringy promo, not for what she said, but just the way she delivered it. It was cringy as hell, but like, are you a black boy? Well, I'm a black bitch. <laughs> That's I'm sorry, shit. I'm sorry, but the petty ghetto bitch in me was like, whoop his ass. I'm sorry. I was like, whoop his ass, and she took off the heels and the earrings. I was just like, you know what? I haven't seen this shit in a very long time. And the crazy part was, she was holding her own before she said that. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> she was holding her own. And I was like, okay, you, you're doing good. You're doing good. Then she said, I'm a crazy black. I said, oh, God. Oh, God. I said, no. You took the streets, bro. She did. But she I really said, did. No. And I was here for it, though. <laughs> You know what? I feel oh. like I feel like she had a little bit more energy behind it. It was a little flat. I feel like it wasn't as flat. It would have been over more. But I was there for it. I was like, you know what? That's like I'm still at work, but you pushed me to my limit. So I'm gonna like let you know how it is without actually saying all the things. Because I know she wanted to call him like a dusty, ugly, musty bitch. That's why your dick little that you say you a black belt while I'm a black bitch and the black bitch about to whoop your motherfucking ass. I know she really wanted to say that, but she couldn't. Yeah, I, yeah. I read through it. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I love that moment. I know. We, I'm pro- I probably would never come back on this podcast. It's like, never want to hear Ray again. This bitch we, is crazy, but I love no, we, no, 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 no. We love no. Ray. We love Ray. It's funny. We want in the podcast. Fuck off with that shit. We want this shit. We want this level of energy every day. I'm sorry. That, that moment, I was like, whoop his ass. 
and the crazy I thing is, it. it's only black men and women that can actually relate to what she said. Because either a as men, we know someone who says that or who acts like that, or or there are women that actually at that point said that shit before. So that's mm-hmm. why for us, for us, it was familiar when she said it. it was like, oh shit, <laughs> like she took it there. I was like, oh, exactly. Like she's she not here to play with y'all. I know everybody else or, was like, wait or, a minute. I'm gonna say she this one day. Or that shit's been told to you, and you be like, oh fuck, I'm in a, I'm in a bad situation right now. I'm in a bad situation. You gave off Madea vibes just then in that promo. Only thing she did say is, I got my Glock, but Arn Anderson beat her to it. Blicky Anderson. Blicky Anderson. All right. Yeah. We sat there, of course, that shit. Real quick, so, can we talk about something serious, real quick, guys? Yes, yes. Okay. Can we please change my name back? I'm starting to feel depressed. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Young you Bucks fan. Young Bucks? <laughs> come on. I think it fits you perfectly. I know. Wow. When Young Bucks come on, I mean, you be like, oh man, where's the ice cream? Yay. <laughs> Cross <sighs> your legs. Cutting onions as usual. <laughs> uh, but wait, I, I do want to get back to my big soul, Tony Khan. Commentary here. I'm not done. Let's let's bring it back. I feel like it's definitely warranted. Please bring it back. Thank you, Ray. Go ahead. Um, (laughs) No problem because I was talking to Doug about this earlier. I'm like, who? This is this is a lot. Um, but also like with it only really being open. Technically, like I really don't like three years and two days. You know what I mean? And it's like you're just starting to kind of like put the pieces together and i'm sorry people might hate me for this big swole is horrible in the ring i'm sorry i watched her some of her matches she's bad in the ring okay i understand you very green but we also have um cargill who is also green too in the matches but you know what they 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 gotta be green because they don't have no performance center but you know who else is green? Cody Rhodes. Remember he did that backflip into the table? Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Excuse me. Um, I'm taking back my time now and thank you. We're not doing this again. I just mm-hmm. want to get this all out before we go to Yeah, yeah, fucked up. Yeah, yeah, fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um shame. And you know, first of all, Jay Cargo. Love her. Whew. Um, but I've seen her match. I was like, okay, I, let me let me put it up against somebody. You know, Jade very silky. She's only been there since March, so technically she's only nine months in, and she still has a better overall like persona, like attitude. I feel like when she comes out, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, she's gonna kick some ass. Like this is this is the bad bitch right here. When I think of Big Swell, I'm like. You, you're still trying to find yourself as a wrestler. Like she changed since she's been like wrestling for those mm. years. She changed her her opening and everything already. Like baby, you just started. You you still trying to figure out what you want to do as a wrestler, and that's completely fine. You know what I mean? 
but it's like and you're no, no, still no. so i get i get what you mean i feel like uh swole was still trying to figure herself out but even if you looked at swole and some of her matches she can even take on some of the smaller competitors of a men's uh participation but jade I think she could take out most of the fucking dudes on there on AEW just on her, not her persona, well, the persona alone, because she does carry herself like, I will fuck you up if I need to. But it also with her physique and what she can accomplish physically. So. I would say, like, uh, if you're going to say, like, what. So we're not. Huh? Are you saying that Jade is AEW's Bianca? No. I wouldn't go that far. Mm -mm. No, definitely not. Say that Jade. But she has has that. Jesus Christ, she has a physique. She could be a Brock Lesnar if she She... had a voice. And then she actually got better in the ring. We don't need no... Black female Brock Lesnar. What she reminds me of Charlotte Flair, where she's like, I'm a bad bitch. Charlotte Flair, when Charlotte Flair comes out, she's not playing. Mm. She's like, Y'all are beneath me. I'm the queen. I run this shit. That is what Jade does. I'm the queen. Y'all are beneath me. She is still undefeated for those nine months. She's undefeated. Yes, she has had that many matches. But she's undefeated in the matches that she had. And for those short matches that she had, just like Big Swole, they were better, in my opinion. Big Swole, I've seen, I've seen her wrestle someone like about her same height and someone shorter who had a little bit like of a bigger build. Clunky. Like, they weren't used to each other. They weren't used to wrestling. And if mm. I'm sorry, if I'm like the head honcho in charge, right, and I'm looking, I'm not going to give you my title. For what? Why right. would I give you my time? If you're still trying to figure out how to wrestle, how to like put yourself together, how you want to come off as a wrestler to everybody, I'm you're not you're this. not pulling me in. I have you a question for you, right? That that James came in with the whole Shaq feud and all this other stuff happening. She got top two, and they were looking, they were gunning for her, they were pinning her as the top build. I remember I was. You know, I just thought about this. She was also given TV time, also. A lot of TV time. No, no, I'm talking about Swole, not James. Oh, oh, sorry. So when? Oh, oh, there was because she was in a feud with Britt Baker. She was, and this is when Britt. I remember that. I remember that. You're right. Here's my thing with Tony Khan: if you sat there, felt that her wrestler was not that high up to par. My thing is this, so that tells me, gives me two things. Either A, you just hiring people to hire people. Or B, you just don't know the talent like you think you do. Because me, me, here's this me. If I could watch, like we could watch someone in the ring. We may, none of us may have wrestled before, but we can tell when someone has a level of experience and when someone completely doesn't. I'll give you an example. When we saw B-Fab had her first match, we knew that she had ways to go. Granted, right? 
Right. But if I'm someone who's trying to put a company together and I'm looking at wrestlers, yeah, I might take a few people that might need, you know, that I want to build around that might be uh, maybe some indie town that I know who I want to sign and who I might not. But at the same time, I'm also doing my homework. So this kind of goes to my point of where he he may more so be right. He may more so be wrong. Again, this stuff is type subjective. But But also, you got to think, before she left, she was the champion at her last um, organization. So he could have thought that she was doing really well. Like, you know what? I can see. And then when she got to AW, she just did not perform up to par. But again, that also goes to my point with him, though. So if you know that, okay, yeah, she may be a champion, it might be because she may have been the best one there at that show. There's a possibility she was a big fish in a small pond. That's very much possible. I don't know which show she this was at. Maybe y'all know more than I do with that. But it still goes to my point where it's like, okay, you could just sat there and say, you know what? Again, even whether she was good or not, to sit there and say, I don't think her wrestler was up to par, it's only because she sat there and called him out on it. Granted, she did say nothing wrong, like nothing bad is the meaning. She was just like, hey, this is what it is. Some people are structured. Nothing ever came down to the wrestling. It's just like, again, for someone like me, I'm, I'm someone that likes structure. That's like we all go to work. If we have a whole chaotic work environment, we all ain't going to want to be there no more. Not saying it's chaotic in AEW, but it's like for like her or whatever else. If someone can't have promos or they're not very like Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar is now showing his side of him. Without Paul Heyman with him, it's a little bit odd. If y'all see what I'm saying, it's odd. Mm-hmm. But having Paul Heyman, it, it makes sense because it's like the brain and the muscle. It goes well together. So for someone like maybe Swole or someone else that's there, having to write your own stuff or not having somebody with you can throw you off. And she's right. And this is just about it. every possible wrestling company. If you don't have someone there that's literally to help you on that like on that track or push you unless they want to push you, you're right. going to get stuck. You're going to be lost in the shuffle. So if I'm someone that wants to get better and I'm only having two, three-minute matches on AEW Dark, and Lord knows, I don't know how many people watch AEW Dark. No. I don't know. But I used only, to watch it. I stopped watching it. Over right. Yeah, right, but see, my point exactly. So if I'm someone, let's say, Hmm, she might have wanted, if she knows that maybe her, she has a shortcoming in the wrestling ring, she may want to get better. So, it also goes down to these little things to sit there and say, okay, we don't know where her head was at personally. And she also said she butted heads with Kenya Mega a lot, because he was running that women's division. And you look at who the two main champions were. Okay, Nyla Rose was the first one, but the last two before Britt Bricker were Japanese. And Sheeta had a long-ass run as champion. Yeah, but nobody's going to pay attention to that division and what you're doing it. And that's my point. Nobody, and granted, it was during a pandemic, but again, does anybody really care that she was champion for that long? Did anybody care that Rio was the first women's champion? I mean, do most women care about women's wrestling? I'm sorry, I just had to throw it in there. Like, I'm sorry. I'm no, that's sorry, a, but, no, that's but true. like, I understand, like, you don't want those six minute matches, but like, people even in WWE yeah. still get six. Oscar, no. six minute wrestling. Like, Ray, minute, Ray, you know you, what I mean? Uh, well, Ray, you're right. Ray, you're right. Like, I, we, a lot of us do care 
because I mean we've seen what women can do. They give Britt Baker gave this hardcore match, left people bloody, and then we just recently had another AEW bloodied match. And then I mean yes, the table didn't break, and this X Y Z happened, but that was entertaining as fuck. Women can perform just as much or better as some of these some of these matches that we see in WWE. It's the simple fact of how uh, it seems like it, it, it makes but the despite, almost despite like, the fact how y'all feel about Big Swole though, like yeah, she may not be the best wrestler, but that still doesn't take away from her original point. And that's why I was trying to ask the question was like, yeah, she may not be the best wrestler, but the point still stands that diversity in AEW is a problem. So my question is, if you take away her as the wrestler out of the picture, is her point still not valid? She's not going to know what she's saying. Nobody's not denying Duck, if you're, you're, duck, you're, you're, duck, yeah, you're, you can't really hear you. It's like blah blah blah. Rah. We hear like one syllable. <laughs> Scream into your mic, bro. Can y'all can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can. Yes. Okay. Like I'm in a Verizon commercial. Okay. All right, um, but I, like we already established that wrestling in itself is a predominantly white sport, so diversity is always going to be an issue there. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not going to see a thirty percent increase in black wrestlers anytime soon. It's unfortunate, but again, this is a white dominated sport, so like. Especially if we're looking towards other people of different races to give us what we need. So I don't think it's, it's always going to be an issue with diversity. You know what I'm saying? Like, so no, her point isn't when it comes to this and AEW. Like, she's saying this, that, and the third, but like, recently seen a poster and the person's face you see the most that's dead in the center. Jade Cockhill, a black woman. She's also an undefeated black woman. She might not have many matches, but still undefeated and is known out here in these streets on her own merits. So it's like she's getting herself over. She's doing her own thing. And so when it comes to this big slow situation, when you take a step back and look at it, it's like, yo, are you like what you're saying is absolutely true? But how much of this are you saying? Because it's not you in the spotlight that you want to be in. Or do you feel as much as you should be in? It's like, I'm not getting pushed. So it's a diversity issue. However, the woman that looks like me is dead in center on a poster for, 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 for AEW. Big head, everything. You see her first. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't, you know, so it's like, you have, you have a point, brother. You have a point. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of, like, like again, diversity does need to happen in wrestling. 
will it happen mm-hmm. anytime soon? Not like what we're getting is what we're going to get, unfortunately, in these white owned companies. Mm. So, I like, know. As, as, like, like, wait, hold on. Like, as much as we. Duck, you just completely went out right there. Yes, yeah, sir. As far as them, like, we joke about them, but again. Who's the one? Like, who's the the people that that caters to this audience? That that is like catering the wrestling, eighteen to forty nine year old white dudes. Unless you start getting more black people into wrestling, you're not going to see more black faces. Like, there's a sprinkle of us. There's a lot of us, but. Mm-hmm. Hey, a- can I just say something to add to your point, Duck? Go ahead. Do you yeah. remember last year? Um, I forgot her name, but there was a black woman who was hired on the writing team, because I was going to say they should hire more black writers, but there was a black yeah. woman who was hired to the writing team, and everybody exactly chewed her out because, about. yeah, everybody chewed her out because she didn't know who Bobby Lashley was, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. guilty of it, like, I've kind of felt like if you hire for a role, you should kind of have a background on the company, at least. But it was just the way that some of these people were coming at her. It almost seemed like if she weren't a black woman, would have y'all had the same energy for her? It, then they let her go. Yeah, they fired her instantly. Yeah, uh, I think maybe. I mean, if you, if you, if she was, no, she wouldn't. No, I'm gonna be like, completely yeah, hundred percent like, honest. A black woman in uh, corporate America, in any sense of corporate America, we fight for our lives out here. We are completely and utterly fighting for our lives. Any small agree. thing that we do, like even in my, like just to give a little background, like I'm in uh, like a whole new company. These motherfuckers are cursing on the phone call. My supervisor, my manager. Key King laughing. Yeah, I was drunk as fuck last night at the at the party. I'm like, huh? Y'all cursing? Y'all drinking? Wait, hold up. Can I say that? Whoa. Like, it's like, but I feel like if I said that, they don't care because I've started. They're like, whatever. But it's like, it's a whole different thing. Like, black women, and specifically darker black-skinned women, we have to be 110% on top of everything that we do because any little mistake will be, like, hung over our head for the rest of our time there. Right. I agree. No lies detected. It's a lot... It's a lot of, um... People trying to hold on to their own strength against other people like why why do you need to do this it's bullshit because it makes them seem a little bit bigger you know it, it uh, helps their it, uh, big, small ass penis long big style uh, you know they, they wanna, a one they wanna centimeter long, big style for no fucking reason for no fucking reason you know what the crazy part is mm. this ain't gonna be the last time he pulls some shit like this though <laughs> because <laughs> people are gonna let him do it this is the funny part. This ain't gonna be the last time he just then goes on Twitter and starts he t- t- like tweeting. He the he the wrestling Donald Trump right now. Every single time some shit don't go his way, he on he runs yeah. He on Twitter and as as a company owner, he should have answered that 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 tweet or however she felt gracefully. But he comes. He off shouldn't have said anything. Person. He didn't wait, exactly. wait, wait. He didn't just respond directly to 
her tweet tweet well okay so i looked at it, i had to go i had to first of all people been posting a lot and that's all i'm gonna say i went back he was it was like a a news outlet that was speaking about it and then he made his like generic diversity is in the corporation by the way we let you go because you, you suck ass in, in wrestling so I kind of like, that was disrespectful. Yeah. Like that was disrespectful. That, as fuck. Like that was kind of, bro. That was a low. I ain't gonna lie. That was kind of like damn. I mean, I agree. She ain't a good wrestler, but you could have just you could have just kept your generic diversity comment. You could have just left it at that. And even still, he's still a figurehead of a company now at this point. So with him saying that, so now let's put it this way: he, he could have fewer other people to look at your company, and let's say. You want someone else, like a free agent, that wants to come to your company now. And granted, like I said, I don't believe he's a bad person. He just, as we all agree, he just don't know when to shut the hell up. But now someone's going to have to maybe look twice like, okay, you don't get your way if I don't agree with you. Is this how you're going to act? And, you know, granted, not everybody's easy to work with. Not everybody's able to take criticism, whatever the case may be. However, it's just like the same thing how people look at WWE. Now, if this is what you're doing with your black athletes or athletes in general, what the hell makes you think I want to come here just to sit there and be put on the sideline doing absolutely nothing? I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, look at how WWE seen their black athletes and more black people are going to them. I'm sorry. It's kind of like, it's it's kind of like, yeah, they're kind of asshole-ish, but like if one of the best companies wants you on their, you know, a part of the roster, you're going to go towards it. No, really. People aren't going to be like double thinking, damn, Tony aired her out because of the situation. I'm not going to, that's most likely not going to happen. No, granted, no, granted, and you're right. You know he's going to do what's the best option, but I'm saying if someone's thinking about it, like if you have two options, like either either way, you're going to have to be dealing with two different devils. But it's like one of those, if I'm going to either deal with this or that, someone's just going to weigh the options like that. So you think about someone like a Keith Lee that's out there, me and him. Uh, who else? Jay Lethal just signed there. Jay Lethal only had, but what, one match where he was there? Yeah. Yeah. Two? And he lost. Oh, man. So no, it's like, not, I don't yeah, remember. Star Seer has lost 21 motherfucking matches. I don't see how that bitch is still there. I, so I don't know what, what they've been doing with Jay Lethal, but it's just like, it goes to like what I'm saying. Like, you know, you're going to have to pick and choose which one you're going to deal with. Because you're going to, at this point, WWE, you're going to have to deal with some form of bullshit. I think we could all agree on that. But it's just like, if someone's thinking about, okay, hmm, if I go here, what's going to end up? You're thinking about your future. Like, what's going to end up happening? If I go here, if he don't agree with this, am I going to deal with this bullshit? Like, you see what they did with Sammy Guevara, too? He lost the title, even though his title reign was a little meh. But he lost. He dropped the title to Cody. He could have dropped it to Jay. Now, now, granted, I think there's something bigger at play here, but it's like, still, it's like, why? So it's either way. And I said this before, like, in a podcast, like, a couple of episodes ago. There's not that diff- much difference between AEW and WWE at all. Mm-hmm. Because, again, you're going to have to deal with bullshit on either side. But when you're thinking about dealing with a Tony Khan or a Vince McMahon, you're still going to have to weigh your options regardless. Right. I mean, um, Vince McMahon company, Vince company, 
will let you go. They just say, you know what, we wish you well your future endeavors. And no matter how many people got released from WWE and shit talk the backstage participants, the management, or say this was going on, or I don't like how I was treated here, WWE never gets online and be like, well, they suck. That's how we fired them. They say, you know what, we wish you well your future endeavors. Exactly. They say budget cuts. You're not supposed to, because then that makes you look even worse. They just say budget cuts and they keep it pushing, and that's really and that's what you really is. Well, oh, we wish you well. Like that's it in the conversation, and and that's what you heard about. You mad butthurt about his company that, like you just said, now you're gonna make people second guess about coming to you. First of all, that was the hot place to go. Whenever somebody got fired for WWE, that was the first stop. You know what? We gonna go go AW. Now they're gonna be like, you know what? I don't know, son. You kind of shady, be like, why well, want to come over there for? Now, now there's a conversation of that, but for right now, we're gonna have to table that. And um, thank you for Pat Lee. Um, what? Now, I just want to say that I definitely think this should be a continuing conversation for the next podcast because, for one. Mm-hmm. I've kind of said this from the beginning that I feel like one of the reasons why I like this podcast is because we can't have topics like this in the group. Because anytime we have topics like this in the group, and Doug, I'm pretty sure you can agree with me, there's always some racist or somebody who comes out of nowhere there, and they kind of go off and talk about the good old days or... Uh, and how Dusty Bitch and got, uh, get banned. That too. <laughs> <laughs> well, they give you the whole shut up and wrestle they, approach. They sh- I believe you. I call these anyway, people. Anyway, they deserve it. Yeah. I believe you. I call these people <laughs> Ashley, right? right. Ashley. Wait, what did he say? <laughs> this man. We about, no, no, about no, to get it. Don't Ashley. Don't right. But, Ashley. You know Which what? Ashley. I'm McAshy. Yeah, they actually would see. I'm McAshy. Oh my gosh. This has been War Wrestling Alliance Radio. First episode of season three, episode one. And anybody wants to sound off? Let me. Let me. Let me. Sound off. Uh oh. Oh shit. Happy New Year's, everybody. And if your ass is ashy, get that low. Come on, come on, come on. I'm not, so, I'm rip, not gonna do a, I'm not go gonna do a leave. I'm, I'm not gonna do a leave. Say Kenny Omega's gone and then ended. So y'all have fun. Next. Oh boy. No, fudge. No, fuck you. No. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Give me story. I was just going to sit there and say, I was going to sit there and say, Happy New Year to you all. I didn't get the chance to say Happy New Year. It was a little hectic because I I was dealing with family members of COVID and everything. So I hope everybody had a safe New Year, a happy holidays. And make sure you acknowledge your tribal chief. No, that's it. All right, 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 You can't silence the tribal chief. I'm the new wise man to the tribal chief. Ray, good. Happy New Year's, everyone. I hope everyone was safe. Or as safe as you can be. Um, I got a little surprise coming up soon. So if y'all want to keep hearing my motherfucking voice, keep an eye out because I'm coming for you, bitches. You dusty bitches. Uh oh. Ray dropping merch. Ray dropping merch. Um, what <laughs> is <laughs> not merch? You dropping merch? W A R Dungeons Dragons with. Ray, she coming for all the dusty ass 
cosplayers that think they cool. No, nope. she gonna fuck y'all up. Don't worry about that. I'm just waiting for the t-shirts to come out. Trigger Ray with the AK. So, fucking ending of this one. Let's go, 2022! All I want to say is, Tony Khan may be salty about WWE being better, but my food ain't salty, so go check out Cooking with Patley on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> now you're cool. Yeah. Where's the Mick Foley? Where, we didn't even Foley be. Look, ah, ciao.